All right, Anthony on Air Podcast. The world is ending either this week or next week. Uh, is Tupac Shakur alive? If he is, he probably should get back sooner than later. And the Blink-182 five-song challenge, we'll bring that to a conclusion. Our panel is here, Frankie C and J Sabs. How are you guys doing? Oh, Doesn't matter. Kidding. I don't care. Doing great. Let's oh, move good. right on to the uh, first topic, and that is Tupac Shakur. J Sabs, do you think Tupac alive. is? You think he's still alive? There is no doubt in my mind that he's <laughs> no <still> doubt. Alive. <laughs> Absolutely no doubt. How, like, do you have evidence of this, or is this just a feeling that you have? <sighs> it's just a feeling. Well, but wasn't there alive. a photo? Yes. Like it came this. out a year or two ago. There's been a lot of photos. There's like a lot of people that look exactly like him or it is him and he is still alive. Yeah. Because, yeah, there are photos of like celebrities taking photos with him somewhere, wherever he is. No, I don't think it was celebrities, but people I've seen even videos of him like walking by and people are like, that's this. There goes Tupac right there. And could be someone who looks like him. Could be somebody who looks like him. This is Elvis all over again. In that movie. He looked like him. Holy, yeah. Oh, the guy who played him in the movie? Yeah. Yeah, he was good. Mm-hmm. This what is Elvis all that? over again, though. Was that the Big E movie? You talking about that? Uh, I th- no, I think it was Tupac's movie, right? Didn't he have his own? Tupac had a movie, I too? He, I think I he did. So. I, yeah. More recent, I think. I don't, it I'm was. Sure about it. I want to say within like the last three years or so. Really? It sounds right. I loved Big E's movie. I'm such a Big E guy. Me, too. Yeah, I like Tupac, but I never. I'm be honest with you, I don't own an, own an album. But Biggie, I got the whole. I got all of them. There wasn't a lot of them, but Biggie. I got them. Nope. Me and Gatano used to listen to Biggie in my room. Sorry, mom. <laughs> Door closed. <laughs> it was. <laughs> but you think he's alive for sure? You think Tupac is alive? I do. All right. He just I wanted do. out of the celebrity game. <laughs> I Is that feel reason for disappearing? I feel like he's this meta type thinking person, super duper creative that I wouldn't put it like him, Andy Kaufman, like these there are certain artists that are just like so like meta and like bigger than life thinking that, that I wouldn't put it past them to do something like that. Definitely not. Yeah. Hey, it's, it, it wouldn't be difficult. You just, you know, you, somehow we have you have to I guess you know what though? A bunch of people would have to be in on it, no? I don't... Uh, Just like... The, the people at the scene... Okay. <laughs> Whatever that means. The people at the scene <laughs> of the crime, yeah, I guess so. Right? His Maybe his family, maybe not. I, I mean, yeah. I, and that's, but and definitely that, the people at the scene. That ha- that, that's a lot of people. Well, he was killed how again? Driving shot. in a car. Yeah. With... Somebody pulled up next to him and shot him, right? I think he was with Suge Knight, right? Wasn't he in the car with Suge Knight? All right, let's take a look at it. Today today would have been his 49th birthday. Wow. Um, There have been plenty of sightings over the years. Definitely. Uh, Let's see here. Tupac. Frank's life, Mimi. Here's what this article says, and this is from The Mirror Today. Tupac, uh, many believe the star who was considered one of the best rappers of all time faked his own death. Perhaps the most baffling theory sees people claim Tupac hinted that he's still alive in his 2002 posthumous release track, Better Days. 
Expect me mm-hmm. like you expect Jesus to come back, the song went. Before he died, he started calling himself Machiavelli, a reference to the Italian philosopher Nicola Machiavelli. Um, Machiavelli proposed that deceiving your enemies could be done by making everyone think that you are dead. Others have predicted that the release of this of his album, The Don Caluminati, the, the seven-day theory after his death had its own clues. They believe Tupac will return on a date involving the number seven. July is on its way, by the way. Uh, Suge Knight insinuated that Tupac is alive. Suge Knight, former head of Death Row Records, was driving the car that got shot up when Tupac was murdered. He says Tupac was laughing on the way to the hospital after he was shot. So, Frankie... Thanks. So Suge also said that Tupac had spoken about faking his own death when they were on a holiday shortly before he died. Speaking on a Showtime documentary, American Dream, American Nightmare, he said he was in Maui, you know what I mean, and Pac had, like, never been to Maui, and he got to talking about faking his own death. That's what Suge Knight said. And Pac was more down for doing, like, the last little video and shit of him dying all while, uh, all the while, you know what I'm saying. I, I don't know. This is confusing. Right. Anyway, that's okay. what that's what well, Shug says. Yeah, I mean, no matter when Tupac dies or has died, <laughs> because of all these things, it's going to be: Did he really die? Well, Even if he lives to ninety, let's go with and then dies. Let's go with go, well. Maybe he's not right. Let's go with oh, that's funny. Let's go with what you were just saying, and. If there's a conspiracy theory, if he was shot and laughing on his way to the hospital, he gets into the hospital. How many people really does he need to go along with it? He didn't die before he got to the hospital, right? They got him to the, the hospital people in the ambulance. No, I think right, they so drove that's... him. Oh, I don't know. It maybe. wasn't an ambulance. I'm not sure now. <laughs> All right. Well, whoever drove him to the hospital, was it Suge Knight who drove him? I think it was. So the car after it got shot up. They, they drove in that car to the hospital. And he died at the hospital, or they're saying he died before he got there? Well, he said he was laughing on his way to the hospital, so it doesn't really matter what he, vehicle he was in. Let's assume he was alive and laughing on well, his way. Well, it does. If, if, the, if there are EMTs in, a, in an ambulance that witnessed him, my point is, is like, let's say he makes it to the hospital and he's alive. Right. <clears throat> How many people do you really need to, to buy in on the conspiracy theory from that point on? A lot. A lot. Yeah. I is mean, it though? Because a, a, a team of people working on gunshot wounds. That's, that's, that's at least minimum like five people at least, right? I don't know. Yeah. But that, yeah. Okay. You know, the doctor, the nurses. Uh, I'm sure there's anesthesi- people, uh, anesthesiologists. Who the hell knows? All these people that have to operate. I don't know how many times he was sh- he was shot. Mm-hmm. I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. I would normally be on your side here and be like, that's too many people. Even if it's five, we're already at too many people that you can't contain a thing like that. But maybe it could be to what Janine is alluding to money. People are just listening. Money is money is money is a driving factor. And here, this is not this is different from a 9-11 conspiracy or any other conspiracy. Right. This is one person. You're not harming anybody if they wanted to disappear. And he laid a million. If Tupac laid a million. If you're the nurse that night, Frank, Mm Janine and Tupac 
is recovering from his injuries and he lays a million dollars on the table and he says, you can never tell anybody that I recovered from this. Would you take the money? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah, I don't think I would even feel bad about it. I don't know, because if that gets out, isn't that like a big, you lose your job, you lose every, you know. I got a million dollars in the bank. I ain't showing up for work the next day anyway. I got news for you. (laughs) You can't live on the million for the rest of your life. Watch me. (laughs) (laughs) And back then? Yeah, you're talking about a million dollars twenty years ago. First of all, What's you throw twenty years ago. Yeah, you what throw that, that in the bank. Five million now, three million now. What's basic? What's basic interest off a million dollars in the? Well, right. I don't think you can actually Not throw it in the bank. That's the problem. Mm. You can't just. Yeah, I'm just gonna deposit a million bucks. <laughs> Drive no up ATM. <laughs> Nothing. Here's a million dollars. Can I put this in my account, please? No, but I'm saying like you could you now could live 20s? off a milli for the rest of your life. That's. I don't know. You Maybe. can't, not in like Manhattan. Like I'm talking about. I don't about. think you could. No, because I mean, you have to keep earning. You can't just ride a million dollars out for the next however many years. You got to yeah. keep earning money. But I, I mean, I'd be earning money running a beachside bar down in, you know, the Caribbean somewhere. <laughs> That's, That's how right. Beef? Beefside? Beachside. He meant taco. He meant taco. Oh, beachside. Um,. Yeah, I don't I, like. I don't see any harm. Like, okay, obviously, outside of the fact that millions of fans are devastated and and probably his family, I, I think. If, yeah, I think you it's gotta his, tell his family. I think it's his right to fake his own death, though. But as I a agree. nurse or a doctor, I would have to go up to the uh, Tupac's family and tell them he he's dead. Absolutely, for a million. And then dollars. wait a minute, wait. Not only that, then there has to be a funeral, and you got to get the people involved in the funeral to go along with it see and here's, not if they think he's dead here's my thinking though like you they have to work on a body though they have to like <laughs> put makeup on a body you kind of have to you 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 either have to tell your family or you don't that you're dead uh, that you're not dead right so if you tell them then you're counting on them to be amazing actors and actresses and go out there and play the whole role if you don't tell them and you just pop up like seven days later, it's kind of a scumbag move. Like, I don't know if I would want to, you know, I would be so, you'd be so, would you be happy that they're alive or would you be like, you're a dick? Both. Probably. Depends on well, who it is. No. Here's the thing. He had a lot of beef with people. So uh, I'm sure that's one of the reasons why he fakes it. He faked his death. Yeah, but if this was planned, if he planned this whole thing, he had to have thought out who was going to shoot at him and if they were going to take some, the rap some kind, you know, if they were going to be thrown under the bus somehow. Well, listen, if we learn be anything an from The Sopranos, you can get Bobby Bacalieri to do that for six exactly. grand. That's easy. This is not the first I time. Mean, if you're gonna, yeah, but if you're going to fake your death, I mean, as a celebrity, you do, you know, you either like a suicide maybe or uh, something that's not involving a ton of people. No? Yeah. Or like you do the James Dean drive off, you know, you get into a car accident, you drive into something and, you know, it it can't be something where you get shot. Then that involves someone who pulled the trigger and there's witnesses. Right. There's too many loose ends. What if it was an an improv move and he gets shot and on his way to the hospital, he thinks, here it is. This is my chance to get out. I'm going to get out. Yeah, maybe the the situation Mm -hmm. presented itself in the shooting. Maybe it wasn't. The shooting wasn't planned. Yeah. Who knows? That could be. Yeah. 
I mean, he was good at freestyling. It's not above him to to improv like that and be like, "Hey, here's my here's my little window. Here's my door. Let me walk through it." Be. Um, who knows? I don't think we'll ever solve it until the one day where maybe he shows up again. Locals in Havana, <laughs> Cuba, claim that they have seen him wandering around the town. Videos of men looking remarkably like him have also added fuel to this theory. Conspiracy theorist Michael Nice claimed. He helped smuggle Tupac into Cuba with the help of former President Fidel Castro. Nice claims there was a hit out on Tupac and plans were put in place to help him get out when he was injured by the shooting. So there you go. Could be, but now that we're reconnected with Cuba, you know, we can go over there and see if that's true. That's probably why. Okay. That's probably why okay. the Obama administration did it. They wanted to find out if Tupac was still alive. That was the only reason. <laughs> and then when we you realized he wasn't, out. the Trump administration was like, ah, just roll it back. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have Tupac, there's no reason for us to be here, really. Right. Yeah. Cuba Schmuba. <laughs> I was heartbroken by that because I was like, oh, this is awesome. I'm going to get cigars. And then uh, they went and rolled that back. And now no Cuban cigars, which is unfortunate. Um, smoke them if you got them because the world is ending this week or next week. I love these world is ending theories. Like, you it's, know, we're about due for one though. I mean, it's been, yeah. it's yeah. been like a year since the last one. It's been a little while, but they're always like, I don't know at some point, like it's this week or it's next week, or I'm not sure. I'm so sure the world is ending, but I, I I'm in touch with all when. the spirits. Yeah. I'm, I'm in, I got all the knowledge that's ending, but I can't seem to finish the last couple pieces and give you an exact date or time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Wasn't it 2012? Like they were thinking maybe 2021 because the the person who wrote the Mayan calendar was like dyslexic. So oh the, my god! This is the theory. <laughs> this is the theory here that the reading of the Mayan calendar was wrong. Just to go on what Frank was saying, that the world didn't end on December 21st, 2012. It was following that following the Julian calendar. We are technically in 2012 right now. So it's not really 2020. Technically, according to the Julian calendar. It's 2012. The number of days lost in a year due to a shift in the Gregorian calendar is 11 days. For 268 years, using the Gregorian calendar from 1752 to 2020 times 11 days equals 2,948 days. Uh, 365 days per year equals eight years. <laughs> so by that, because they, they screwed up the, the calendar for 268 years, they left 11 days off. So if you go Here's by question. that math, it is technically 2012 right now. My oh. question is, why, why, why do the Mayans know? How do they know? They I mean, didn't all they know. Do is make a calendar. Well, here's what's interesting about this theory, Frank, to, just, to, just to go by. They weren't predicting. This is the biggest falsehood around this. They weren't predicting the end of the world. It's just that when we found the calendar, 
it ended on December 21st, 2012. Yeah, they, they had to stop writing sometime. Basically, so as they were making the calendar, they made every single, they made every day of every single year, and they stopped at 2012, December 21st. Now, why that is, maybe they thought the world would end. Maybe the calendar guy had to get up, take a piss, and he had a stroke, never came back. And they well, were like, screw it, that guy's, I don't know what he's doing anyway, you know? Because this could is... Be, maybe, I mean... What if, why, why is, the, why are the Mayans the authority on when the world ends? Well, they were even one if, of the early societies. Even if the calendar said, this is when the world's going to end. Right. Why is that the thing we're looking at? Why would we take their word for it is what you're saying. That's their thing. Right. What do you mean that's their thing? That's their thing. I heard you. <laughs> what do you mean that's their thing? <laughs> um, I don't know. I really don't. I mean, they're not ba uh, what if, if we had something that they were basing it off of, if they were looking at this calendar and on the bottom it said a little asterisk and it said, this is based off of information we got from blank. Frank, maybe it's we the would... same of the Bible. Well, oh. the Mayans were, were the Mayans looking at the calendar and saying, we got this information from God or were they just making a calendar? I don't know. We got it from the Mayans. And, and... <laughs> I want to shit on what you're saying, Frank, um, but like you look at some of the stuff from like Da Vinci and, you know, you look at some of the old astronomers and old philosophers and a lot of the things that they put together still apply to this day. Not to say that, okay. th that we didn't have some missteps like uh, that the, the earth is the center of the universe and everything rotated around the earth. Right. There was some there was some false information, so but. There's a lot of things yeah, that's fine. That, that that's they, fine, but that, none of them predicted accurately the end of the world. Well, we don't know. Mm. They may have predicted or they may have figured out equations and relative, you know, uh, distance between celestial objects and things like that. But none of them said, like Da Vinci didn't say, this is when the world, and if he did, he Where'd he get wrong, it or he, we didn't get to it yet. <laughs> we don't know because we didn't get to it yet because it's still technically 2012 because some dope left 11 days off the calendar for 278 years. Say, so who did that? Why isn't he right? I don't know. He screwed the whole thing up. But if it is Maybe technically... Right and the Mayan screwed it up. If it is technically still 2012, like if it's technically... Let's buy into the fact that it's really technically still 2012. How do we know that they're not right? We're still coming up to it. Good luck well, what sleeping about leap tonight. year? We, we added mm. a day every four years. Oh, Frank. For the last, for the last hundred something years. Okay, but, uh, you know, that would be give or take a, a month or two, I guess. You know, that's not. I you're... mean, are we still off by those 12 days? Now? I mean, even if you're still off by a little bit, the, you're, it's insignificant. It's still, the point is, 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 we were eight years off. If we're eight years off in four months, like, does it really matter? Like, that, that's the point. Well, it matters if it's saying that it's next week or if it's the end of the year. Yeah, that's what's weird to me because you would think it would be in December of this year, but I guess that doesn't even matter because they're just adding. Yeah, that doesn't even matter. They're just adding the days. This is all according to a scientist named Paolo. So, hey, Dr. Paolo. Paolo Tagolaguin. Very good. He tweeted okay. that last week because if you're going to predict the end of the world, you might as well. You got to tweet it. You got to oh. put that out on Twitter. 
I always knew the world would end with a tweet. Well, here's my <laughs> here's my thing. Let's say let's say that the Mayans were correct. Let's let's think about this for a second. Let's say they they predicted the end of the world or there was some mystical force that made them stop on that specific date in 2012, okay? Mm-hmm. What if they didn't anticipate our modern technology? Like what if this friggin' thing, this virus was the thing to take us out, but because we have modern science and uh, <clears throat> the internet to spread information quickly and all this jazz. What if this is us thwarting what was really supposed to happen? So they were able to see that a virus was going to kill us. Right. But not that we would have technology to kill it. Right. You might be right. I mean, all or so all sorts of little things don't make it into the final calculation, right? Like, how many times yeah. do you hear absurd stories? You know, did I'll they ma- say what would kill us, or they just said it's going to end? It's over. No, no. And again, th- this is all based off the fact that when they found the calendar, they literally they they just they figured out that oh, they just stopped on this day. They just stopped because they couldn't. What are they going to write forever? It, it could have been, <laughs> dude, it could have been they ran out of room or they just got tired of doing it or I don't know when they made the calendar, but they were looked at it and they were like, I think 2012 is a good time. Like, I think we're good. We could take five years off and we'll come back and we'll keep going. And then they just never got back to it because it was like. And a who billion... was this calendar maker? Was it one guy in a room making a calendar? And he was like, you know what? I'm the guy. Yeah, I got this. I'll make a calendar for you. You're only paying me up to 2012, so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> it you was want, you, you got look distracted. That could be. <laughs> look at the work. Look how far I've gotten. You like it? I'll keep going. You pay me more. Maybe they didn't like his work and they stopped paying him. It was Phil, the calendar maker, back in the Mayan days. <laughs> and yep. you're right. It could have been a it could have been a dispute over the bill. Phil got this far and goes, "Well, you're not you're not gonna pay me my full quote. I'm not gonna keep going. I'm out. Screw it." You know, if your son wrote a calendar on a, on a piece of paper and 100 years from now someone finds it and goes, oh, look at this calendar. Yeah. It stops, uh, you know, on, what if this guy who made the Mayan calendar was doodling in his, in his you know, uh, in his house and he was just like, he has a calendar. Well, he wasn't because they found every single day of every single month of every single year back whenever the hell the Mayans did this. He was bored. Could have been. Could have been the not was, the sh- was sharpest. Was it the Mayans did it, or one guy among the Mayans did it? To mm-hmm. your point, if we got hit by a meteor tomorrow, and thousands of years from now somebody found this podcast and this was their only source of information on our society, they would have a big mis- misconstrued conception <laughs> of what the whole thing was all about. That's the thing. What if there was another calendar? It got. It- they dropped it and it got it broke up and it got destroyed. And what if they missed a couple of pages? I, I agree. Could yeah, I totally agree. Could be a couple of pages off. Who knows? We don't know. We don't know. Like we that. do not know. Maybe okay. maybe whatever being or universe or God that started this whole thing said, Phil, just go up to twenty twelve. You're don't you know, and he was like, Well, what's gonna happen? don't worry about it. Just go up to twenty twelve. That's all we're budgeted for. Yeah. Just you don't worry about it. I'm starting this up. Well, I'll tell you when we're gonna end it. Just leave it be. No, don't like make it. a big deal out of it. Maybe that was a heart attack before he finished. 
Who the hell knows? Like I said, maybe he went to go take a tinkle and uh, tripped over something and, you know, hit his head and boom, that's it. It's the Mayan days. It's not like they got a hospital. I mean, I'm sure we've got other, we've gotten other things from the Mayan civilization, right? I mean, was no, it this just was the it. calendar. There's other no, stuff. No? This was their only contribution to society. At the end of that the was world. it. <laughs> the Mayans they gave us a calendar with an end date. Yes, and then we said thank you. That's all we need from you guys. They showed up. They built some huts. They figured out when the world was going to end, and then they mysteriously disappeared That's it. on us. That's that. That's, That's all it. we need. No. Yeah. No point in looking into other stuff. I mean, I'm sure the Incans and the Aztecs had a calendar. Do they have a calendar? Nobody cares about their calendar. The Mayans and Tupac, just they were out and we don't know what happened. And we're only left the with Mayan questions. The Mayan calendar had cats on it. And that's all we cared about. Maybe, maybe like Tupac, we'll, we're going to get like a, a a posthumous calendar release. Like maybe we'll get another 200 years out of this. Ooh. Right? <laughs> that would be something. Somebody will be down there going, look what we found. There's the extra 200. Look, they, they did keep going. Phil was on the job again. And uh, we got previously unreleased. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It could be. Um, last we left you, we had the uh, five song challenge for Blink-182, where Janine uh, was set to prove that Blink-182 was a great band. And Frank, the hardcore Metallica fan, said that they were not. They only had one song. <laughs> So Janine took the five song challenge and said, I'm going to put together a bunch of songs for you and uh, you give them a listen, open-minded, be open-minded and uh, let me know what you think. If I could uh, turn your, uh, turn your world around and get you to admit that. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Blink 182 is a uh, pretty good band. Now, Frank, did you listen to the, uh, by the way, you can see the five songs that Janine picked at anthonyonair.com. We put them all together in a blog. Uh, the five song challenge. Did you listen to all of the songs, Frankie C? Indeed, I did. There were more than five. I think there were like seven, six or seven of them for some reason. Yeah, there was a couple more than five. Um, Janine, how long did it take you to come up with this list? Because I did have to pester you for the list after the show on uh, Friday. Seven. There were seven songs. Um, it was like two hours. I really had to sit there and so you put the it. work into it. You went like, you know what? I'm not going to just go off of like the ones I've been listening to lately or the last couple of ones top of the mind. I'm going to go back to the catalog and I'm going to get into the whole thing. I like that. Wait, it took you two hours. Yes. To send me seven songs that you think would prove Blink-182 is good. Because I was going back and, and saying, OK, well, I think I really like this one. So I had to take it back out and then put it back in. Yeah, I, really, I ask, how many I really, albums do they have? Do you know? Oh, my God. At least seven. I could see that because because you're building an ultimate playlist and you want to make sure you're hitting all the right the key points. So I could totally I could see that happening. OK, I could totally see that happening. I just want to say a couple of things before we get to Frank's final reaction. Um, Whether no matter what we think about Blink-182 as a band, I had totally forgotten about this, and Janine, you jogged my memory, but this album cover of the nurse mm -hmm. putting on the glove is maybe one of the more iconic album covers ever to come out of the 90s. And, maybe, and her name is Janine. And her name is Janine. Yeah, because don't they follow her? Wasn't she, was she like a porn actress or something? Or Yeah, she is. She's a porn actress. Or was. Or was, okay. Um. Maybe you could argue top 50 greatest album covers of all time, but I would say easily top five 
of the oh, yeah. 90s because there's not a really a Definitely. lot of iconic album covers I think about from the 90s. But that one is. That one really, really Agreed. is. Agreed. And then the second thing I'm going to say is I had totally forgotten about the song Mutt. And I think that that is one of the greatest songs of all time. And super, wow, do you? super I'm underrated. Sorry. I love what was it. That? One of the greatest songs <laughs> of all time. You. Is that are those the words that I just heard you say? <laughs> let me let me put that into context. If we're going to talk about how many songs do you think are were made ever? Let's. What, what do you say? How many songs do you think we have in modern recording? Two billion? Two billion no. songs? No, I'd say a few million. Uh, few million? Five hundred million songs? Would you say five hundred million songs? Sure. Okay. Probably, right? I would say, so would you say like that if you made it into the top two million songs of all time, that that's one of the great songs? I would put that song in one of the top two million songs. Thank you. Thank I'm not. You. I'm not talking about Frank. I'm not talking about this is the top ten great songs of all time. It's not. You said it was one of the greatest songs of all. One time. of the greatest the songs. Said. it's one it of the, is. one of the greatest songs. It's a great song. Like it's a really really great song. Like I listen to that song and I think to myself, this should have been a hit on the radio, and it's part of the reason why the world is broken because there's so many great songs that don't make it onto the radio which was part of janine's point to this whole thing of you're if you only have access to their radio songs you don't have access to all what makes a, a band so great and when i heard that again it immediately took me back and i was like i forgot that they did this song and this song is phenomenal it's a great Thank song you. it's better than Look most metallica songs I'm kidding. I, I'm, just, I'm kidding about that last part. I'm kidding about that last part. I put plenty of you know what I feel songs. like right now. I feel like the, you know, uh, before a, a rodeo and the bull is behind the cage. Yeah. And then they just and it's like bucking and and it's trying to kick the guy off behind the thing. I would put plenty of Metallica songs in front of Mutt, but I I as I was going through this whole thing, I was like, this this song is what makes this band this song is one of the reasons why this band is where they are in in the world you know where their status is is because that's a great song it's a good just a really good good song so thank you okay so two hours for janine to put it together i'm not really in this you have my thoughts i love that album cover and i love mutt um frank did you listen to it with your wife as we requested Yes, I did. <laughs> and when did you listen to it? Uh, this morning. So you you went the whole weekend, and then this morning you 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 got in you got back in touch. That's right. I wanted it to be fresh in my mind. Okay, very very good. For okay. the podcast. So how long? How long? So you would say a couple hours ago, a few hours ago. Yeah, if that. A few or a couple? Never mind. I'd say um, a couple, <laughs> which would go. be. Two. Did you go one? Did you go in the? Uh, by the way, Janine, I listed them on AnthonyOnAir.com in the order you gave me. I, I just okay. as, assume. Yes, I listened to them in order. Okay, that she gave me. And what did you? Uh, what did you think? Did you want to go through this one song at a time? Do you have an overall thought? Tell us. What I have you... an overall thought. Okay, go okay. ahead. <laughs> I would go through one of it. At, at, I would go through them one at a time. Hang except on. Except that my overall thought. Wait, hang on. Before you hang on. Before you give that up, Janine, do you think you won Frank over, or do you think he hasn't changed a bit? 
I don't think he's changed a bit. I don't think he's changed a bit either. Okay, go ahead, Frank. Give me your thoughts. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Give your overall. Okay. I would go through each song individually, but my overall thoughts um, preclude me from doing that. Oh, God. Because here are my overall thoughts. If you gave me seven days of nothing to do except write music, write songs, I could write 14 Blink-182 songs. They are made up of the simplest music. The drummer is very good. I, I admire the drummer's skill. He is very good. The riffs and the guitar is very stock, like something you would find on a music generator. <laughs> That's pretty much every song. Um, so if you took away the vocals of every of, of every song, not every, maybe out of the seven songs, five of the seven songs, if you took away the vocals, most people would not be able to tell the difference. Oh, wow. Okay. This is my opinion. Okay. I've, I read through, as I was listening to the songs, I read the lyrics. So there were YouTube videos where they gave you the lyrics at the same time. And... For me, the lyrics were very, I want to say, not too deep. (laughs) They're not deep. (laughs) They are not deep. They are something an eighth grader might be able to write in a weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I didn't think I was going to change your mind. I'm not saying that I, I'd like the song. You didn't even put it on the list. Which one? But I like their song, um, Wish You Were Here. I Miss You? That one, yeah. I forgot the name, sorry. But I, I, was I miss you. I going to put that one on. Because it's unique. It's different. It's, it is. And it's not their normal, same exact tempo. Yes, it's same very song. progression. Every, I feel like every song that you gave me, at least the ones that I heard, were the same formula, the same exact, just uh, cadence of, of, of music. And there was no real riff that made them individual. Okay. And the, the lyrics weren't too deep. The drummer was very good. I, I do have some good stuff to say. The drummer was good. The bass guitar was, wasn't bad. Um, but I feel like the overall rhythm of the songs... And the lyrics, oh, and I'm sorry, but the whiny kind of noise coming out of the lead singer's mouth, it's a little annoying after a couple of okay. songs. Holy you know, shit. The, the, you know, the, uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, God. And then when he starts to, like, sing talk a little bit, like when it's not yelling, you know, when he's not singing, singing. It's still that, like, oh, I've got blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, Jesus. They're from California. I know. <laughs> That's how they sound. <laughs> yeah, that was like every band was. during that time, like some 41, and uh, that was like all those bands. Right. That was the time. Yeah. I'm on, uh, to be fair, I'm not a big fan of that sound. Okay. Generally. 
what, you like a different I'm, genre of music. I do, and but I feel like that that there's like a whiny quality to that right. way of singing. Punk that just it, it irritates me a little bit. <laughs> All right, Jesus, let me ask Frank. you. Let me ask you this: Did you like any of the songs? Was there any of the songs that she picked that you were like, "Oh, that one's that one"? What was the best one out of the group? Good question. Dickles. Let me just look over the. Mm, I don't even know if, if that if it was that one. Let me let me look we, over the. the go ahead, look over again. the list because that'll give me a chance to actually name the songs because we didn't. We didn't name the songs that Janine sent over, which we should. All right, so there's Damn It. Want me, should I name them? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cacophony, Dick Lips, Dysentery Gary, Mutt, Reckless Abandon, and Voyeur. And the question you asked is, is there any song that stood out to me that I liked? Which, when I started my little recap... I said that I couldn't really, I didn't want to do an individual thing. I wanted to do an overall thought mm-hmm. because to me, if you said, if you played for me one of the songs and said, which song is this? I would say, I have no idea. I don't know. What is that? Mutt? Is that Reckless right. Abandon? I is don't, that... I don't know if you really kept the open mind that you needed to, to go I into did. this. I listened to them and I was like, all right, I'm in. Let's, let's, let's go. I wanted to find. Like I said, I like uh, the song I Miss You. Right. It wasn't on the list. It wasn't on the list. But I tried to keep that open mind. I was like, all right, maybe there's a but, song in here but that, even, that stands But even that out. song, he's got such a... I think that's his whiniest of all the songs. Yeah, but it's different. It's I, unique. I, and it's, there's a tiniest edge to it that these songs I felt didn't have. They're very... Okay. Like, like, um, they're, like what I said, they weren't too deep lyrics i miss you was a little deeper than than their normal mm-hmm. than the songs you gave me i gotta be honest with you i think you're being way too harsh i think your criteria for judging how good a song is sucks and is way off like i feel like you just need to you know people ask me all the time like why you know why do you like that song it's either good or it's not you either like it or you don't i don't think that how hard it is to replicate or make you on your own should be in coming to play on how much you like a song. I, I don't think that has anything to do. Like you could, no. you could probably, right. and here's the unfair thing too. And I'll say this cause probably a lot of people don't know this about Frank. Frank is so irritating because you can literally give him any <laughs> instrument and play anything for him and just give him like, depending on difficulty, five to 45 minutes. And he could, he could do it. He could drums or guitar or whatever. I've seen him in a music store, pick up a fucking violin and start playing some shit on it. Like he'd been playing for 30 years. And that was the the most irritating shit ever that I've ever seen Frank do. So I think you're coming at this from a really different place than most people would be coming at it from. I'm not saying you can't enjoy the songs. I'm saying I didn't enjoy them. <laughs> no, I know, but your your basis for not enjoying them was like, oh, I, you know, it's so easy. I could I could write no, 14. No, that was one of the crit- critiques that I had. Okay. The other critiques were the guy was annoying sounding. Yeah. The uh, Every song 
with with slight variations sounded exactly the same to me. And and it's you know, like they they but, made the song. All they did was take the same song, either speed it up a little, slow it down a little, or take the the chords and go like this to them. But see, some of my favorite songs are like very simply structured. Like again, not to throw the Beatles around here, but that's fine. Yeah, Metallica has simply structured songs too, and but they they're unique sounding too. But but also like you you also mentioned the lyrics thing too, and a lot of the a lot of really great songs are about next to nothing or little tiny snap. Doesn't all have to be about my parents were murdered, you know, and Agreed. I turned into Bruce Wayne. It it could you know it could also just be about like a girl walking into a party and you noticing her like that could be the brilliant. I agree. I agree. However, all of their songs are like that. <laughs> <laughs> if they had a handful of songs that meant something, I would be like, this is, this is a cool song. I could listen to it. And I could, I could relate to it. I could think about it. It makes me, you know, it puts me in a certain mood. Yeah. It gets me um, thinking about stuff. It, uh, you know, makes me picture something you know, it tells a story while these things tell stories. It's like, you know, it's, it's like a, an old comedian telling the same joke every time. Like you hear it, you can pretty much tell what's coming next. You know, the joke, you know, the punchline and you're like, Oh, I've heard this, this fucking joke. again. <laughs> I know what he's going to say. And yeah, it was funny the first time I heard it, but I, I know where it's going. And you know, that's the mood I'm in now. Now, now you pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> now this this joke has pissed me off because because you're not trying. <laughs> all right, all right. I mean, do you it, see what I mean? Like, if, yeah. a, if a comedian came up there and started telling, you know, why the chicken crossed the road, yeah, you I get that. Be a little bit like, all right, he's not putting any effort into us. Why am I listening to this? I I get that part of it. I like the unpredictability going into uh, a joke. That's 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 one of the best parts about it. Yeah, I don't and know. it's also the delivery too. It, the joke could be good. The joke could be. De- um, predictable, but the person has a great delivery, and it's still funny. Right. Yes. It doesn't always the have to rely on this direction. Blink One Eighty Two didn't have the delivery. If if these songs, if I even if I knew where they were going and the story was great, I was not a fan. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying that it wasn't my cup of tea. It wasn't the delivery didn't hit for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I just I don't know. I feel like there like she she did give you some good songs in there and again like Mutt I remember the first time I heard Mutt I was instantly won over. I was like this is a really good song. Like it's a really really good song. And I, I felt like that when I saw that make the list I it hit for you. I said to myself that when he and especially cuz it was like fourth or fifth down I said, "This is gonna be the one. That's he's gonna. That's gonna be the one where he's like, oh shit, this is. They're not bad. They're pretty good. They're better than I thought they were. Were well, they better the than they thought? Music, were they better than you thought they were? Um, no, slightly. Like if I thought they were at a five, they were at a five and a half. Five and a half. Maybe they they brought it up a little for me because I didn't really know their music. Um, but I know their style. Um, and I've heard the songs now. Here's the thing." that I want to make absolutely clear. This is your, these are my opinions. People, I have no problem with anybody enjoying these, these songs. They're not no, it's like, okay. I'm not going to judge anybody. You don't have to apologize. You can only not, love Metallica, Horn, and Slipknot, and that's it. You can't expand beyond that. I it's like okay. Tool. I, you know, I, I, I like... What? 
<laughs> it's all in the same genre. It's all in the same like genre. The, did you I like the Beatles? I like the Rolling Stones. Did you I listen like, to yeah. it with your wife? I like Elton John. What? Did you listen to it with Sex? your wife? Yes. What did she think? She thought it sucked she, too. Uh, she was not a fan of these songs either, but she does like some Blink One Eighty Two music. Babe, more do than you I like do. Blink One Eighty Two. Did you listen? Did you listen to the five? No, you didn't listen to the five songs. Do you like? Uh, what was their big hit? With all the small all things. All the small things. You think they're good? It was a good song, though. <laughs> I, don't think she, I don't think she likes I the like, Blink-182. Do you think they're good? But she's, good I think, song, though. I think, I think, didn't, we didn't have to hear the answer. I think I mean, Cuddles <laughs> is in Frank's camp on this one. <laughs> Cuddles. You're the best. Frank says you're the best. Janine's going to have a problem with you, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you might have to answer to Janine after this is all said and done. What? Yeah, Janine was trying to convince Frank that Blink-182 is a good band. And so she gave Frank five songs to listen to, and Frank very closed-mindedly went through them all. Very open-mindedly. And decided can she hear that... Me? I don't think she could hear me. She can't hear you. And, decided, <laughs> and he decided that Metallica is his one and only love, and he can't move past That's that. That's exactly what happened. He cannot. He can't like a band that Metallica wouldn't take on tour with them. <laughs> that is not true. That is, is it, not true. I like oldies music. I like Motown. I like everything. You know, I like a lot of different genres. It's not just metal you only or like rock. Metallica. It's not true. I like the Deftones. Well, because they opened for Metallica for like I actually six don't fucking like years. the Deftones, but okay. Oh really? You don't like the Deftones? Not a big. I don't know their music that well, to be fair. Holy sh! We have like polar opposite tastes in music. We yeah, both we like that's Metallica, why we, that's though. Why we never played any gigs as a band. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were trying to play Dave Matthews, and I'm sitting there going, duh, 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 duh. We "Okay, were like not going." That's true, but I like Metallica. Like I genuinely, I'm not, I'm I don't, I'm not nearly close to you, but I genuinely like like Metallica. I don't know if you genuinely like any of the bands that I really like. <laughs> Name some. Dave oh, Matthews, my, I, you hate. OAR. I don't even know if you know who like OAR them. is. Of a revolution. I know OAR. Really? Yeah. Um who else? Who else do you like? You see, that's a genre. You like one genre of music. No, 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 no. Um I'll I'll put um you know who I really like? Uh the hold steady. I, I don't know. You don't know the hold steady? The hold steady's really good. So what kind of music are they? We might have another exactly. five song challenge on our hands. I might have to give you five songs. Can I give whole... Can I give Janine a five Metallica? I know she's not going to like it. No, because this was never about it. liking Metallica. This is that's not what this is about. What is it about? And I already like Metallica, so that doesn't you can't you know there's no you, there's no winning me over. I'm already there. You like Blink Blink One Eighty Two anyway? Wasn't that wasn't winning you over either? Well, I don't love them, but I but I think they're good. I think they're worthy of uh, you were well, like the challenge wasn't directed at you. Right. I think the new five song challenge is the hold steady. I'm going to give you five hold steady songs. I can't be listening to your crappy music anymore. Say do you it. don't have an open mind. mind. <laughs> that was a joke. And I, I will look... do it if you want, but I, I have to. Uh, do you like Van Morrison? Yes. Okay. All right. But like more than like Brown Eyed Girl and Domino? I like Bill Withers. Yes. Okay. I like a lot of music. It's not just metal. All right, I think we're I gonna like give. A lot of I think we're gonna do second five song challenge. The hold steady. Yep, yep. 
Second five Plus song challenge. Is the, second five song challenge to hold steady. I want to see if we can get you to like something outside of your outside of Met, Metallica, who Metallica would take on the road with them. Let me know. You agree? Five song the, challenge. Send me the the songs. All right. That's the next one. All right. Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in and staying with us this long on every single podcast network that you could possibly imagine. We are on. Just uh, go to anthonyonair.com to get the full list. And uh, videos of the uh, podcast are available on Facebook and YouTube. Thanks, Frankie C. Uh, Janine exited the podcast, much like Tupac. We're unsure if she'll make a return. We'll have to uh, come back next episode and find out.